Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, let your spirit fall fresh in this house. Father, in the name of Jesus, bless these that people in their coming in and their going out. Father, in the name of Jesus, where hearts are sad, Lord, you restore and make them glad again. Father, in the name of Jesus, dry weeping eyes. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask that you fortify us, build us, keep us, hold us, make us, mold us. In the name of Jesus, we claim to the victory on today. In Jesus' name, we pray. Let the church say amen. Amen. Come on, somebody want victory? Say amen. Jesus. If you have your Bible, stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. The Spirit of the Holy Ghost is in this place. Hallelujah. If you came expecting something, you're going to get something. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. If you pour out, God will pour back in. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Come on, somebody just needs to say, I came to give him all. <laughs> I give it all to him. I give it all to the master. I give it all to him. And to him be all the glory. In the name of Jesus, go with me to the book of John. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts of the Apostles. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Go to John. Go to John, the 12th chapter. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. On behalf of the Mars family and on behalf of Sister Ernestine Smith and, and all of those who are going through at this hour, I want to thank you, church. I want to thank you for your prayers. I want to thank you for lifting them up and keeping them before the Lord. Amen. Thank you so much. It seems like we've been taxed and overtaxed, but yet and still God gives us strength. Thank you for grace. Thank you for mercy. John the 12th chapter, John the 12th chapter. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Go with me to about the 32nd verse. And if I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto myself or unto me. Hallelujah. How to reach the masses. Men of every birth. For an answer, Jesus gave the key that if I, if I be lifted up, earth I'll draw all men unto me hallelujah oh, the world is hungry for the living bread
in the name of Jesus. You may be seated. Some of y'all don't know nothing about that. I see. I grew up with that. Calvary really got 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 all down in my spirit. Amen. Amen. If you allow me, just for a few minutes. If you allow me for a few minutes, just to try to prick your spirit just a little bit. And deal with this verse as God has spoken it and as God is dealing with us I was discussing with Deacon Adams in the back I was saying you know there's so many things that God is drawing out of this passage that he wants us to get overall when you look at this passage of Scripture you begin to understand and know that it's about him preparing himself to go to the cross but there are so many things that are found or contained within it that he speaks to us. And I need to tell you that the key to this verse is if I be lifted up. If Jesus is lifted up from the earth, he will draw all men. Listen, listen. This message is, is, is yes, kind of for the unsaved, but it's really for the folk who proclaim salvation. It's really for the people who, 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 who know God and understand something about God but are complacent in their, their, their praise, or complacent in their worship, complacent in who they are in Christ Jesus. It's for those of us who have hit the pause button in worship. You wait for everybody else to get going before you get going. Oh, 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 you don't get excited when you see somebody like, 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 like May Reddick walk in the house. But you don't know the journey until you've been down that road. You don't understand. But, 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 but when somebody sees and says, you know what, in God awesome, in God wonderful, in God an awesome God, you ought to praise him that you got two good legs. And you ought to praise him for the fact that you are in your right mind. You, you ought to praise him for the fact that you've got the activity of your limbs and you still yet have time to get it right. Yes, yes. Oh my God. Do I have a praying church this morning? I, don't fool me now because I, 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 I need some sanctified folk on this morning because I'm going to walk heavy on a few toes and, and my saints need to rise up and say in the name of Jesus. Somebody need to shout hallelujah anyhow. He's saying if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. But if you will allow me, allow me to back up just for a moment. Allow me to back up for a moment and build my case. If you allow me to back up, I'd like to go back to verse 20. You see, because verse 20 sets it off. Now there were certain Greeks among those who came up to worship at the feast. We we're getting ready for Passover, but there were some Greeks there. There were some folk who were not Jews. There were some people who were churchgoers. There were some people who were attending church, but they really weren't caught up into the religion. They were, really weren't caught up into the belief. They really weren't caught up into the faith. But out of their religiosity, they came to worship. In other words, they were like many of the folks we got sitting here today. You come because it's Sunday. 
You come because it's something religious that we do. We come because it's something that over and over again we got in the habit to do. That you come to church but the church is not in you. You didn't bring the church with you. You came to, to view church. You came to look at, criticize, and talk about it. You came to witness the spectacle. You came to see what was going on. You came to see that if you might miss something, you didn't want to be without. And so I just need to talk to a few of my people this morning. I got some Greeks in the house who came to worship. They came to see Jesus. Oh, let me talk to my people this morning. You see, the Bible goes on and says, and they came to Philip, who was from Bethesda. Philip, who had a Greek name. And Philip got with Andrew. Andrew also being a Greek name. The Bible contends that, that maybe they got with them because they had a certain commonality. Sometimes we just hang out with folk because of who they are. And sometimes we hang out folk because we've identified certain traits or attributes that are like us. In other words, there are some folk in church today because you were out raising hell on yesterday, but you know some folk who are hell raisers just like you. And so you come with them to have the appearance Oh my God. Thinking that you can go on like ain't nothing wrong. Mm. But, but I, I, I've got to work with you this morning because there are too many sideline kind of folk. There are too many religious folk in the term that they just do stuff over and over again. I need you to get up out of the pew. I need you to stop plopping down in your seat. But I need you to be active, active participants in the glory and in the worship and in the embrace of Almighty God. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Because see, truly, if we were to embrace God, we'd have to be like God. If we were to embrace him and be like him, we have to identify with him. And if we're going to identify with him, then we have to understand his whole deal on the cross. We have to understand why he had to come to do what he had to do. Let me continue just for a little while and just just, just try to help you on your journey from this place to the next. He says, he says, he says, I, I, I talked to Andrew and I talked to Philip, but you've got to love what Jesus does. Philip and Andrew came and told Jesus, there's some Greeks out here who want to see you. There's some Greeks out here because they heard about you. Ah, that doesn't identify them as one as being with him or understanding him or receiving him, but it, they just wanted to come and see him. Just like folk on Sunday morning, they'll come and see what's going on, but they will not participate in what's going on. Oh my God. I'm, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry if you came on the wrong day. I'm sorry if you. It just, it just. Verse 23 says, But Jesus. But negates the things that have gone before. 
turns it around and says, I exclude what just happened. Because I'm getting ready to go in a different direction. But says, I acknowledge what you say, but it don't mean anything about what I'm about to say. You ever have an argument with somebody and, and, and they keep cutting your butt, but, 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 you keep trying to, but, 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 they keep trying to overturn what you said. Verse 23 says, but Jesus answered them. In other words, it's not about you coming to see me. It's not about what you want to do out of your religious nature or your religious state. He says, but the hour has come that the son of man should be glorified. It's not about you coming just to see me. But what I really need to get you involved with is the fact that the hour has come that the son of man that Jesus must be glorified in other words you're here for the wrong reason if you came just to see and be seen you're here for the wrong reason but you need to understand something in these last few days as I dealt with family after family people after people and all of the tragedy that are going on in life I've come to realize that the hour is come that Jesus must be glorified in other words church we've got a responsibility to tell folk that folk people are dying every day we've got a responsibility to tell them that Christ is the only way we've got a responsibility to stand up and be a witness for the Lord we've got a responsibility to say I can no longer sit idly by I can no longer be comfortable in my seat I can no longer sit down I can no longer be silent but I've got to tell everybody about Jesus before your time has come it's not about just seeing but it's about receiving and so he goes on he said the hour has come that the son of man should be glorified he says now now I, I, I like the way he breaks this because he says most surely I say to you he says I've got to give you an example because you're not getting it he says you need to understand you understand how things grow you understand how you can take one kernel of the grain and plant it into the ground but if you really understand about what happens is that that kernel of grain dies and it is rejuvenated it is regenerated and when it grows back again it becomes a stalk of multiple many grains in other words there's an increase he's saying look here instead of you coming just to see church see Jesus you ought to be able to plant something inside of you and understand if you plant that which 
is inside of you. And I'm going somewhere to stay with me. Just stay with me for a little while longer. He said, if you plant that which dies inside of you, but is regenerated, that is renewed, it will increase. I'm not talking about seeds, somebody. I'm not talking about kernels of grain. But if you implant inside of you the notion that Jesus died, that you receive the fact that because of my sins, because of my transgressions, I know that he died for me and that his spirit is within me and his spirit is in me. It can't stay dead, but it's made alive again. It is regenerated. It is resurrected. And when God is resurrected inside of me, he comes with increase. The same little seed that Jesus saves, the same little seed that Jesus is the light of the world, the same little seed that he is my Lord, my light, my salvation, the same little seed that you put in there and recognize that it was because of him dying on Calvary, he will regenerate himself inside of you and give you increase. Listen, listen, he says, look here, he says, look here, he talks about he who loves his life will lose it, huh, if you, if you, if you love, he who loves his life, oh my God, will lose it. In other words, he's talking about if you love what's going on with you now, guess what? There's coming a time when it's over. Oh my God. You ain't the same size you was in high school. I'm sorry. You. There comes about a change. Oh, change. Oh, change. <laughs> Talked to one of my sisters this morning. She said, oh, my knees is hurting. I said, mm-hmm. Change has come about. And so why then would we love this life when I'm looking for something better? He said, if you love what you think you got going on now, just wait a little while. There's going to be a change. Just wait. He just said, don't fall in love with what you see and what you feel and what you what that exists around you right now. You you got to lose your life. In other words, there's something better for you. And it's not wrapped up in this world. And he who hates his life in note what he says in this world will keep it for eternal life 
in other words if you can look in the mirror and say lord i, I i'm not what i ought to be but god i thank you i thank you i thank you for what i'm gonna be i i give you praise i I, I thank you for bringing me through in other words I don't like even me sometimes I don't like how I treat you I, I don't like what I do I, I don't like what I say I come to recognize that my life wrapped up in this flesh has become sinful before you and I need a cleansing that can only come by the blood of Jesus I need a washing that can only come by the cross of Calvary I only can get there unless I see you die and rise again he says you get eternal life when you move self out of the way and stop being comfortable even with people around you my sister and, and people who are living the same old life oh we have to be uncomfortable when we got friends and family that don't know Jesus because if you know him then shouldn't it be important for you to tell them that they've got to be saved Don't give up, don't give up, don't, don't give up on, on. Listen, it's not up to you when they receive it. You just gotta deliver it. It's not up for, to you to decide that they got to shout and dance and wave their hands and cry. It's not up to you. But your job is to keep on preaching keep on teaching keep on walking keep on living keep on singing unto the most high god listen let me hurry i'm just about done i'm just about done deacons get ready get ready for it. he says he says everyone everyone if anyone served me he said now now he said don't be playing church don't be playing church but if you're gonna serve hallelujah if anyone serves let him follow me in other words in other words you gotta you gotta be ready you gotta understand that there is some sacrifice involved you gotta understand this putting down of self and and, and letting god increase while you decrease you gotta understand that if you gonna serve the master if you gonna serve god then you gotta be willing to walk where he walks and talk the talk and you gotta be able to understand and let everybody know that he is lord if you're gonna serve me if you're gonna serve me hallelujah unfold the table come on come on deacons he says if anyone serves me let him follow me that where i am there my servant will be also and if anyone serves me let him let him my my father will honor God himself is going to honor. Now watch this. Now watch this. In verse 27, he says, he can stand fast. He says, he says, my soul is troubled. Oh, y'all didn't get that. Jesus says, 
my, my soul is troubled. I looked at that. He says, and, and what shall I say? My soul is troubled. Why? Why is Jesus so troubled? And some of your translate, his heart is troubled. Some says that he is vexed in his spirit. His spirit is troubled. And, and he says, my soul is troubled. He says, and what shall I say? Because at this moment, Jesus realized that it's not him, but not only him, but the people who claim to serve him have got to step up. My soul is troubled. What should I say? He says, Father, save me from this hour. He says, no, but for this purpose, I came into this world. I came to this hour. He says, no, 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 no. I want you to understand. Should I say that, oh, Lord, I, I, I'm not ready for this? No, this is the reason that I'm here. I came to die so that they might live. I came to, my blood might be shed so that they might be made alive again. I came so that they may know God for themselves. This is that. The whole reason I'm here, my soul is troubled. My soul is troubled. And the anguish and knowing what I'm about to go through and yet realizing that there's some folk still sitting on the sideline. My, my, my soul is troubled when, 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 when I know that there are people who need me, who need to be delivered, but yet and still they're just watching. They're like the Greeks who just came to see but never receive and never participate. And my soul is troubled. Troubled because I'm trying to do this for all of humanity so that they might understand that God is a saving God that God is a loving God my soul Jesus says my soul is troubled because of the anguish that I must endure my soul is troubled because of the nails that I've got to take my soul it's trouble because they are going to put a crown of thorns upon my head. My soul is troubled that I've got onlookers and bystanders. My soul is troubled that my people are not spreading the word that they got to be saved. My soul is troubled because we've got to testify about the greatness and goodness that God has done. My soul is troubled if we never open up our mouths and say a mumbling word. My soul is troubled that we just come and out of religion I said he just come to church every Sunday. My soul is troubled if I go to this cross and my people don't understand why I came to die so that they might live. My soul, my soul, tell somebody my soul is troubled. My soul is troubled every time I see any one of my, 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 my family members outside of the ark of safety. Your soul ought to be troubled. Every time, every time you have to deal with people who don't know Jesus, your soul ought to be troubled when you miss every opportunity to tell somebody that Jesus still saved you. Your soul ought to be troubled that if your life is not exemplary of who Christ is and how Christ died, your soul ought to be troubled when you look into the mirror and you look at that person and don't know who that person is. Your soul ought to be troubled if you don't know Jesus for your yourself listen the last verse he says he says the voice he says he said he says I, I, I'm going for 
He says, but for this purpose, I came for this hour. Father, glorify your name. Glorify your name. And, and, and God spoke. God spoke and said, look here. I have both glorified it and I'm going to glorify it again. I, tell somebody, do it again, Lord. Do it again. Do it again. He said, when God is glorified, when God is lifted up high, when God is glorified, watch, watch, watch. He says, after he gets you talking with God, and the elders heard it, and they had a conversation about it. They thought it was angels. They thought it was God. They heard thunder and all of that good stuff. But then Jesus says something. He says, this voice did not come because of me. Ain't about me. He says, but for your sake. For your sake, God has spoken. He said, now is the judgment of this world. Now, he says, the ruler of this world will be cast out. You want to cast out some demons? Now, you got to let Jesus in. If you, you want to cast out some devils, then let Jesus in. You want to cast out sorrow? Let Jesus in. You want to cast out sickness? Let Jesus in. He says, he says, and then he gives them. He says, and if I, if I am lifted up from the earth, oh my God. I will draw all people unto myself. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Somebody stopped at the literal translation. Somebody stopped on Calvary. Somebody stopped on a garbage deep. Uh, I heap outside of Jerusalem called Golgotha. That Golgotha became the hill known as Calvary. Somebody stopped there and they just thought that they were talking about nailing Jesus to the cross. Somebody stopped there and thought that all they were talking about was the crown on his head. Somebody stopped right there and said, wait a minute, if they lift him up, then that's when he's going to draw. No, no, no. I believe that Jesus was looking at each and every one of us. He said, if I be lifted up, well, what he's talking about is, if you got a witness and a testimony about how Jesus died for you, if you got a testimony about how his blood was shed for you, if you got a testimony how God has, has risen for you, if you got a testimony about how he suffered for you, if you got a testimony to acknowledge the fact that it was my sin that put him on the cross, it was my transgressions that put him on the cross, if you got a testimony about the glory of God and how he can come back into your life and raise you back up again, if you got a testimony that says that even death can't keep me down because it couldn't keep my savior down, even the grave can't hold me because it could not hold my savior, if you got a testimony about the glory of God, about the resurrection of the Christ, if you got a testimony then you can declare that Jesus lives. I know he lives because he lives in me. He said, he said, he said, just lift me up. Just lift me up, Deacon. He's saying when you get to home with your family, talk to them about lifting him up. Talk to them every time you tell the story about the glory of God. Every time you bear witness about who he is and what he's done and how he died on Calvary, every time that you tell the story, you are lifting him up. You're lifting him up so that all the world can see Every time you tell somebody the roof over my head is because of his glory. Every time you get a chance 
to tell somebody, yes, I'm walking now. I can talk now. My body may not feel the best, but I'm pressing on anyhow. It's because of the glory of God. I find if he be lifted up, you see, he was lifted up for all of my transgressions. He was lifted up for all of my low down dirty trialness. He was lifted up for my complacency when I should have been praising him. I sat on my hands when I should have opened my mouth. He was lifted up when I should have been standing giving glory to God. He was lifted up so that I might have a right to the tree of life. He was lifted up just for me. up he was lifted up hallelujah deacons come on in the name of jesus the door of the church is open the door of the church is open